after buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey guys, Maria Menounos here. Before your favorite TV after show begins, we want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Best song ever, you guys. And I know you know you're watching the right show when you hear that. Hello, my name is Christy Olson, and this is the AfterBuzz TV Total Divas After Show. We're a little late tonight, but don't worry, we are still going to give you 60 minutes of Total Divas Breakdown here at AfterBuzz TV. You guys can follow the whole team at AfterBuzz TV. Thank you for hanging out with us on YouTube. Hit that thumbs up button. Leave us a little comment. We're on iTunes and SoundCloud too. We would really appreciate a five star rating because we're awesome. And by we, I don't just mean me. Tell them who you are, guys. Oh, hey guys, it's me. Oh, hey guys. Stecker. Oh, you go first. Hey, it's Megan Stecker, and you guys can tweet me if you want. I'd love to chat with you at Megan Stecker. It's M E G A N S T E C H E R. Hey guys, you can tweet me at G Hermosa. Well, my name is George Hermosa, by the way. Um, by the way, that theme song, I know we always make a joke about it all, all the time because, you know, Brie Mode, it should be like, getting drunk! <laughs> right! <laughs> Shots! <laughs> oh, and all those poor little kids who wear the Brie Mode shirt. Ah. What was she saying? Like, when remember they always showed it in the clip when she was in London? Um, like, I'm a rock star, baby, or something like that. Yeah, oh, I love that page. I love that one. Didn't she like fall off the booth? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I ma- loved it. well, there was a major lack of drinking in tonight's episode. Yes, thanks to Miss Foxy. Let's jump right into it. This injury just reminds you how precious life is and how quickly someone you love can be taken away. Wise words spoken from Miss Nikki Bella, mm-hmm. who has worn out her welcome with twin sister Bremerd. <laughs> Bree's like, don't come in my room. You can't come stay at my house. I need alone time with my husband. She brings up that John Cena calls Nikki the needy monster. Or like she has this needy monster inside of her that just can't be fed. It's too mm-hmm. needy. I was sort of surprised to hear all this. This sort of seemed to be coming out of left field from Bree. Like, why is she just all of a sudden over it? I don't know. Were you guys shocked that Nikki is such a needy, scaredy cat? I mean, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, growing up, you know, having pretty much your identical twin grow up with you, I'm sure she's used to and accustomed to being with somebody. 
So I thought it was kind of easy for Brie to say, who's married, by the way. So it's kind of easy for her to say, like, hey, you know, why you always have to be with someone or whatnot, you know? So I, I thought it was... I, I, I'm with Nikki on this one. Yeah, me too. I think, like, once we fully got into her explanation of why all these feelings were bubbling over because of seeing John go through an injury, I feel like I totally related to that. And... um like just being very scared that someone could be taken away from you, mm-hmm. but I thought it was really—I felt really bad for her that it was manifesting in like terrible anxieties where she couldn't be alone at night. Um, and I—I'm surprised that Bree didn't pick up on that being twins, honestly. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. And the Nikki didn't really express it well at the beginning of the episode. We weren't understanding how severe her mm-hmm. anxiety and her fear really is. Mm-hmm. Well, I can tell you something that gave me a lot of anxiety. Finding out that Rosa would be meeting Bobby's dad and that her mom is coming. We've had a lot of talk about, like, how long, how the heck long have these two really been together? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Because at that point, she's four months pregnant. He hasn't even met her mom. Like, Mm -hmm. it does not sound like these two were together very long. It did sound like, in everyone's defense, it did sound like I got the indication that their parents, or in this case, uh, her mom, his dad, lived somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like, far away. Mm-hmm. So I mean I, I don't I mean I'm with you but I just feel like it would have been easier a lot easier to say that you know maybe maybe she lived around the corner but I think mm-hmm. I got the indication that she lived not near her parents. Mm. Yeah, I think my parents would insist on meeting the father of my child like before the four month mark, but that's never going to happen, so it's fine. <laughs> <sighs> I thought you did great detective work tonight because you were like, okay, hold on. We rewound the clock here. Like, she's not as pregnant. We've been together six months, but how long have, you know, when did mm-hmm. she get pregnant? And I'm think, I'm like, gosh, she was really pregnant last week. Like, maybe she got knocked up, like, week one. But you listened to a lot of good cues. So in her interview, she said, we've only been together six months. And then when she said, will you help me baby-proof the house... Bobby said back to her, we still have five months to go till we have the baby. Mm-hmm. So some good, quick detective work on Christy's part there. <laughs> so I guess they had only been together two months before she got yeah, pregnant. Yeah, and remember when she was sort of ripping on Paige for getting too hot and heavy too quickly? Mm-hmm. And Foxy, I feel like... Mm, yeah, I, she's like old enough to know better. I feel Rosa. like Rosa Mendez is kind of the type who gets attached really easily, though. Like she's one of those people that maybe you know maybe they make love one time. Or like he thinks it's he thinks of it as excuse me for being graphic. He thinks of it as having sex. She thinks of it as making love. Like even on the first I so date. I thought or something, you were you know? gonna say the f word just now, and I was like, George, it's not necessary. This, is a, this is a PG thirteen <laughs> show. That's right. Okay? I'm happy for Rosa because she had that weird storyline going. <laughs> was it two seasons ago with like all the different like. Men and maybe I like women. It was kissing the girls. Oh, and yeah, she wanted Paige, and yeah. then she stole, and, and then she was like, her boyfriend. Yeah, that. I mean, it was like her love life was all over the place. It's mm-hmm. nice to see her in a stable place, especially like post rehab. Like her life was crazy, mm-hmm. you know. So it's great to see her stable. She also said during that time that she would like to be married before having kids. 
Just that. Oopsie I just doozy. remember that. Yeah, well, you know, that. the courthouse is a short car right away, girl. <laughs> That's right. Well, I love it when things happen on the show that I'm like, we reported that in our news and gossip last season. And that was one of those issues tonight. This was a situation where Paige and... Um, Fox. Alicia Fox. Fox. Paige and Foxy. I just, my, I wrote the wrong thing in my notes. Paige <laughs> and Foxy were at a restaurant, and uh, reportedly a fairly upscale restaurant, but there was karaoke going on. And some woman was attempting to film them doing karaoke. And they didn't say this tonight, but the initial reports is that there were some drinks thrown on both sides, back and forth, and that the ladies were asked to leave the bar. They told a little bit tamer story tonight, but either way, I could certainly understand why they would be scared to go to Corano because this was all over the media. And mm-hmm. the head lines were like divas in drink throwing melee and get kicked out of bar mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. I remember back then everybody everybody as as always everybody's first um instinct was oh it's obviously for for the show. Yeah. It's obviously going to be for total divas but we like, it but really wasn't filming. because we didn't even see a clip of that actually happening. Mm-hmm. Like not even like anything like a like a cell phone footage or like you know security cam like we didn't see anything at all so it kind of Maybe as the realness of the situation that, that it wasn't for once, mm-hmm. maybe scripted for Total Divas, but um, but and, and it, I feel like it did kind of like wasn't really that much of a big deal because they didn't even really talk about it. Obviously, that was like kind of catalyst for Foxy wanting to live a different lifestyle. I just mm-hmm. hated the way she kept saying that over and over again. Yeah, I want to live a different lifestyle. Yeah, like okay, we heard you the first time. Can you say it a little bit differently now? Mm-hmm. Well, and it sort of seemed to come out of nowhere, but I could understand where being fearful over maybe even losing her job I over was this. Say, there's nothing that will turn your behavior around like getting in trouble at work. Because mm. I had a major incident two years ago working in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to say what it is. It was like the most embarrassing thing. Um, but I it? mean, I literally woke up ago. in the middle of the night and had a panic attack over like I can't believe I did that. I can't believe my job's on the line. Like, you know, so I think there's nothing like being faced with like losing your job that really make you like spin it. She's like, I'm ready for a new mature chapter in my life. I'm like, this doesn't sound like Fox, but she knows her job is at risk here. Mm-hmm. And we kind of got on her last week in the car when she was drinking from her solo the cup and cup. she seemed a little mm-hmm. out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so maybe it is time for Foxy to shut it down a bit. Yeah. I'm just looking what the chat is saying. Uh, and they are talking about straight wrestling. So good for them. I like that too. <laughs> I like that too. When it happened, got picked up by TMZ mm-hmm. and Paige was on ridiculousness and they brought this incident up and she said the fan was trying to take picture or video of her without her permission so she kind of went up to her and was like hey I don't mind taking a picture or a video with you just I would prefer you ask my permission and then like her friend got involved and then drinks got thrown and it was like a whole melee yeah Mm -hmm. oh to be a fly on the wall I mean I feel like I was involved in stuff like that in college as far as like people throwing a drink at you for no reason like you're kind of talking to them over an issue you're having, and they throw a drink at you. Mm. Okay, no, no one else. <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of side with Paige on, on this one for once because Me too. I remember it was the Monday Night Raw before WrestleMania 31, um, and, and at the Staples Center in LA, California. And afterwards, it was Rosa Mendez, Alicia Fox, and Paige. They all went to the Yard House, which is literally right across the street from the Staples Center. And, you know, obviously they were kind of, you know, sitting away from everyone. But, you know, she was very, everybody was, you know, you know, she had more than happy to take pictures with people, you know, more than happy to say hello to people, you know, just having a good time. So it, it doesn't surprise me and that, that when she does say, when she says on the show, you know, if you want a picture, just ask, mm-hmm. you know. So I kind of don't blame her for maybe, you know, being the victim in this case. 
And every time you tell that story, I say, George, why weren't you one of those people who went up and approached them? And George says, I'm too shy. I'm too shy. Mm, I'm going to be with you next time, and we're not going to let that April, opportunity April, go. You just need April to be 11th. in Brie mode, and you would not be too shy. <laughs> yes. Well, perhaps Seth Rollins was in Brie mode during one particular match, as we saw tonight him breaking John Cena's nose with a high knee. Dude, this was really something to see when it happened. And you just the loved fact it. That we're reha- I did You love even it. got a t-shirt that says, you can't see knee. Well, that was, the front says, never shuts up. So that was really more about the front of the shirt than the back of the shirt. <laughs> but it was cool to get that into the wrestling stuff, I think, for them to really mm-hmm. show that kind of a graphic scene. Megan, what were you thinking during that? Well, I remember it being such a big deal. Like, I don't follow wrestling particularly, but it was such a big deal that it was all over, like, the pop culture media that I follow the very mm-hmm. next day. And I was like... Just so disgusted. I I don't know who exactly said it. Maybe Brie. Um, but what I had said exa- was exactly the same. Like his nose is on the side of his face. So I remember just being like, "Wow, it got really real." Um, I was happy that they showed it and followed it a little bit in the episode to mm-hmm. explain things. I was sad we didn't get to see him like post op with like a band aid and the black eyes. Like that. I felt like we got gypped. Yeah, I feel like he's the kind of guy who doesn't want to be seen that way, maybe. Like, he was like, no, no cameras. No. Well, but funny. I think if he would have just, like, like been like, yeah, I'm cool, let's go let's go out to eat. Like, they're normal, like, weekly when he's all dressed up. Like, no, he could have like, played as a tough guy. When they yeah. kind of had that, like, uh, flashback clip of, like, you know, John Cena calling Nikki, uh, was it the needy monster? Mm-hmm. You can kind of see, like, a little black eye right here. So I don't know if maybe oh. that specific part was maybe filmed after the broken nose. I just thought that was an observation that I noticed. Good catch, mm. Jim. Yeah, she's not the only detective in the place. <laughs> <laughs> well, no wonder Nikki is praying so much. That was something that sort of came out of left field for me, too. I was like, oh, girlfriend gets up to, like, sets her alarm so she can pray before he's going to go get on a plane? Like, wow, that is a little bit... Um, not not obsessive, but it shows that maybe she isn't in control of her thoughts. Right. Is that a nice way of putting right. it? Right. That's a deep-rooted fear. If you're like, I have to set the alarm to wake up to pray that my boyfriend won't die just because he's riding in on an airplane today. Mm-hmm. And you would think that in the business they're in, she's had injuries. They've all had severe injuries. You'd think you'd almost be used to it. Like, it's like, oh, a broken nose? That's not really a huge deal compared to a broken neck or a broken I, I, back. I do kind of think they were a little overreacting about the broken nose. I mean, you're not exactly out for a year. I mean, this isn't right. a, like, TJ, mm-hmm. his injury was a lot worse. Like, that's, yeah. that's an injury that I think fits the, the headline of the show or, or the, you know, what's it called the quote of the show right um not just like a broken note because john cena was back wrestling like two three weeks later mm-hmm. you know? if that, i think yeah. i'm with nikki on this and that um because it was like such a jarring physical um like you know visual injury that it really like rocked her it's like john no longer was the indestructible male figure in her life he was you know really messed up his nose was on the side of his face mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah for sure Joseph Boza says that this was more about Nicole needing attention. Aww. And SM Down H9 said that Cena did show his elbow like two seasons ago, and that was worse. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Well, something that they showed tonight was a red carpet interview with Nikki and Bree. And I would just like to say that they have shot me interviewing these ladies on the red carpet three different times. I've had to sign the thing and had the cameras right in your face while you're doing the interview. And it's never been used. Not once 
I got Foxy uh, last year at the reality TV awards. They never even showed that scene. She was wearing like a custom made outfit that she had gone to someone and gotten and they had filmed all that. They didn't use any of it. Before that, it was Cameron's record release party and SummerSlam years ago. I'm like, come on, can I get a break? Come on. You're gonna show somewhere. I know, there. no, it's hard. They're it's hard. There. They showed my mic flag, but they blurred it out. <gasps> I know. Now I'm saying that is dirty. Come mm-hmm. on, E. Help us out. <laughs> show it's it all like, It's not like she would have said no. She would have been like, yes, please, show my logo. Yeah, oh my you could do it God. for free. <laughs> Wait, so like you're, it was on there and they purposely blurred it. The SummerSlam oh, one, yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, and the back of my head's oh. been all over it. I was I expecting that wah, wah, oh. sound bite. All right, fans, spread the word. <laughs> ChristyReports.com. Thanks for letting me vent, guys. Well, Rosa and Bobby take a little shopping trip, and she decides that in the middle of this grocery store would be a great time to be like, hey, how about if you pretend you are not atheist? Which he had sort of a not that terrible of a reaction as to what he could have had, but he seems, at least at the beginning of all this, to be fairly respectful of her beliefs and that she he's going to be okay with that. And I didn't really think that her asking him to just not bring it up, like hold her hand during prayer, I thought, well, you know, maybe we should sort of breeze over it for this first meeting, and then once the mom likes you a little bit, then you can drop the bomb. Mm -hmm. What were you guys' thoughts on all this? Very tense. I thought it was very tense. I mean, I kind of agree with Bobby in terms of, like, like, again, I'm not an atheist personally, so, I mean, I, I can't really speak for him, but, like, I can only imagine, like, like... It's more like a who cares for him. Like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Who cares? Like, you're, you're bringing up something. So it just kind of like, I thought it was, it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. I thought it got weirder at the dinner, to be honest with you. I thought <laughs> the supermarket thing was kind of like a, like a platform for that. But I guess we can talk about it at dinner time. And I, like, I am a Christian and Bobby is right in that if you're a Christian, it is about accepting people and just showing them love anyway. Mm-hmm. And, um, I felt like her mother kind of, well, let, let's not get ahead. Um, I thought it got really awkward in the car with the whole, like, baptism. Like, it was okay for a while, and then they started fighting about baptism. And that's where it really was, like, the great divide. They weren't going to meet in the middle anymore. Um, so I just feel terrible uh, that they're not agreeing on something that's going to be so important in their daughter's life. Because I think that's why it's... It's um, heavy to both of them right now. Mm-hmm. Is that they're they're worried about their daughter's future? So he's Bobby's fighting for. Well, I don't want you to put on our daughter your beliefs. I want her to be able to choose. And she's kind of fighting for. No, in my religion, I do put on my kids my belief because that's the only way to be. You know. Mm-hmm. So it's, it point. was so tense, and I could just I felt so nervous watching them. Like, oh, this is so major. They're literally, literally, each of them feel like they're fighting for the soul of their child. Like this, it's a big deal. This is one of those things where there's no like middle ground. Mm-hmm. There's no what's the word looking for when you give up a lot of things. Um, compromise. Com- there's no mm-hmm. compromise with this. It's just either you're not or you are or you're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they both acknowledge that they've had this conversation before and they cannot reach a resolution. That's mm-hmm. what really concerned me. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, did they say that on the show? She yeah, she said like we we always have this conversation. It always ends up okay. the same way. Yeah, I, right. I I, I kind of got it on the show. Like I thought of as, as especially the dinner part. I thought it looked kind of fake. I just feel like this conversation would ha- probably happen already. Well, the baby proofing it. the house was definitely fake. I mean, yeah. that was unnecessary. And those things are sticky. When you pull that off the table, girl, it's going to take some of the paint or something with it. Yeah, I know, I'm sure she ruined some kind of furniture. <laughs> on a side note, I totally have those on my coffee table for my dog. Oh, you do? Just a hand. Well, yeah, because he jumps off things and, you know, he's a little crazy. 
crazy. So some dogs like <laughs> gnaw on the coffee table. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's too short to do that. That's my I had a friend who was a celebrity dog walker oh, and her. So cool. Uh, I went over for the Super Bowl and her coffee table was all gnawed up and she said it was Reese Wither one of Reese Witherspoon's dogs did it and she had to like ask for money for damages for the coffee table. That is so fabulous. Isn't that a great I story? Love that. Yes. <laughs> well, meanwhile, Foxy and Paige are in Orlando at Foxy's house and she's trying to do this whole I'm not really drinking and let's not have mimosas at brunch, which is kind of a crime, I'm saying. <laughs> but it did sort of seem to come out of nowhere. My thing with this is that I appreciate what Foxy's trying to do in changing her lifestyle, but that's what her and Paige do. They go out and drink and they party and they have a good time. Mm -hmm. So she can't quite expect Paige to just jump on board with her. And they go to bingo, which was so funny. I'm going to say something right now that's going to shock y'all. Paige was super likable in this episode to me. Like, I was like kind of thinking, oh, that would be fun to go to bingo and like hang out with Paige. And I've never thought that before. Shocking! Yes? Yeah, I mean, I, I love, like, I love that kind of humor. That just kind of off the cuff, like, just bouncing back and forth. Like, even like today, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think I'm funny, but I was buying Girl Scout cookies today, right? True story, buying Girl Scout cookies. And the girl gives me Why one. Why does that just seem creepy? When George <laughs> says it, it's just like, it just sounds but, wrong. So, I like, so the girl gives me one. I'm like, what are you doing? Give me one box. She grabs another one. I'm like, seriously? Seriously? So you're telling us you harassed a small child today? No, I'm saying about like, cookies. Uh, first off, I'm trying to give her money for cookies. <laughs> Again, that sounds really, really bad, George. Oh, Eve. <laughs> Paige, what kind of, what kind of, please Samoas. tell me Thin Mints. Oh, I hate Thin Mints. Oh, I hate Thin Mints. Oh, oh, I thought Paige was super unlikable. I thought really? the storyline really? seems super phony, and I was super annoyed but by it. She was so it. clever at the bingo hall. Um, I thought the old men at the bingo hall were the <laughs> funniest. <laughs> was like the they saving the grace ones. of this episode. They crack me the f up. Yeah, um, <laughs> so funny. But I don't. I thought this was like such a phony silly storyline like oh we're gonna go to being like fake old people bingo and it's not strip bingo oops we're gonna stay here until the furniture store closes (laughs) so that fox gets mad like and i also thought it would they like cut something weird out because like where did that day go sort of right right because because then she like woke her up on the couch to say she was sorry but like I felt like we missed something in the words that they were using, that they edited something out. All I know is I want to go to bingo sometime soon. <laughs> Heck yeah. That seemed like the most boring thing ever where people go to die. The, the chat roll I mean, is being... That's Santa, Clar- Santa Clarita. People go to die. <laughs> They're being just as funny as those old guys were. What are you what? trying to say, George? <laughs> oh, do we have a Santa Clarita Uh-oh. resident? Uh-oh. Yeah, there you so go. So am I going to die? I mean, should you, should you set your alarm to say a prayer for me? I mean, yeah, I, I, yes. I, I'm planning on moving to Santa Clarita soon, to be honest with you. SM down H9 said, Christy, when you stand next to a bigger B, you seem likable by comparison. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Wait, yes. Is that a compliment? I don't no, know. They're, they're saying that, that Foxy, that next to Foxy, Paige oh, okay. looks all right. At least I think that's what they're saying. <laughs> I think that viewer is 100% right. Yay, Shout Montserrat, Geraldine, Thin Mints, whoop, whoop. Samoas. I need some Samoas in my life. Yeah, Anybody? Tagalongs. No. Which ones are those? I the peanut miss, butter? I miss, and they don't have these anymore, All Abouts. What are those? I don't remember those. Are they the shortbread? Those the shortbread ones short with bread? the chocolate? Yeah. Those were amazing. Emmanuel Domingos plays bingo all the time. Let me, yeah. I love hanging out with you bingo. guys. Blow your mind, people. Put the Thin Mints in the freezer. Yeah. Put any Girl Scout cookies oh, yes. in the freezer. The Samoas are really good frozen, too. 
All right. As soon as I can find in my notes where we're at, I'm going to re-wrangle this conversation. We're, talking, we're, we're going to stop bingo. talking about. We are going to stop talking about Girl Scout cookies. We've just <laughs> left bingo. All right. Well, let's go to dinner. Let's go to dinner with right Rosa now? and Bobby. Oh, okay. You're talking about the show. Yeah. Wow, looks we like they had some good fillet. Right. I mean, it was from the ladies' little coats at Bristol Farms, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's so a great grocery store. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I don't fault her one bit for doing that. No, I don't know why more people don't do that. Right? Especially when you're pregnant. I mean, I would just do that anytime I have anyone over to my house because I don't cook. Right. But, I mean, that was totally acceptable. I think she could have been honest and been like, you know what, guys? I'm I'm a little preggers. I didn't make it. But mm-hmm. it was cute that she tried to pass it off. It was all right. Yeah. It wasn't a natty lie. <laughs> uh, nothing from George? Nothing from the peanut gallery? No, it looked, it looked amazing. It looked I thought you were going to chime in on the natty lie. Oh. No. Well, meanwhile, Nikki and Bree are traveling together, and this is something you were talking about sleuthing. This was not hard to pick up on. They were clearly given two keys by the hotel person. She said, here's, you know, here's the two keys for your room, and you guys figure out the bed situation. But then later on, when Nikki comes bursting into the hotel room, and Bree is really upset, she's trying to FaceTime with Daniel, which I thought sounded kind of sexy. <laughs> but she's mad that Nikki has brought in the cameras, and she's like, how did you even get a key? Well, I pretended to be you. No, we saw her hand you a key. Although we have seen Nikki do that in your Wait, so they, they gave Nikki a key? I didn't catch that. They gave, mm-hmm. yeah, they gave them each a key to Bree's room. Like when uh, Bree was checking in, they, she gave two I keys. Uh-huh. I thought maybe the reaction was genuine because she wasn't all made up for camera still. And she looked like she actually was on the phone and really freaking pissed. Like she, I thought her reaction was really genuine about Nikki having drugged the cameras in there. So maybe she took Nikki's key away from her, and then Nikki yeah. still did go and get a key? Yeah. That's a little much, dude. It was a little confusing with the whole checking in. I mean, we, we've right. noticed them kind of do that, you know, with, with the producers and whatnot, kind of like, they forget to cut out certain things that maybe the little detectives like us, you know, kind of kind of think they'll miss. Even like last season, I don't know if you remember, but um, when I think like Jonathan, or was it Eva, her, her phone fell out of her hand. In the, cl- in the car. The car? Yeah. Oh, yes. And then, like, you can clearly see that it wasn't an iPhone, even though every time else she always has an iPhone. But then the, uh, suddenly the phone that, that got oh. thrown out of the car George was wasn't so an iPhone. I was so pissed <laughs> off at that. I'm like, really? Maybe if I didn't have, like, a Samsung phone, I probably would never, never have noticed. I didn't notice. But that, oh, my God. Go I, back go back and watch it. I was so mad. I just love when they break the fourth wall. Like, we all know you're shooting a reality show. We all know there's cameras there. Acknowledge it. Be like, yeah, I'm ticked that you came in with the cameras. Uh, yeah. I mm-hmm. just love that. Like right. Because it. Like, it feels more real. Right. And it's like the wrestling we know is written. How dare so you. Let, so <laughs> let's acknowledge, let's, like, you know, have the show be a little more real. Right. Well, it got pretty real when Nikki goes to Natty's room. And, of course, Natty is a good ear to sort of cry on, and she has good advice. And as Nikki is talking where we finally understand how severe her fears and her anxiety are, it has to do with her grandfather, Pop-Pop, passing away when she was 23. And she thinks that maybe John's injury, or actually I think Natty makes the point that maybe John's injury is what is bringing this all to the surface. But it sounds like it's a constant thing that's happening all the time. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's really bad at this point. But I don't know that I bought that, that it was the injury that sort of spurred it. Because it sounds like right. she's, she has this issue all the time. Right. I don't know. I, I, this part, I kind of saw Nikki as a little whiny at times. Like, just the way she said certain things, she's like, oh, Brie, I hate you. Like, okay, can you be a little bit more sincere about it? Or as if, as well, if you are. Well, she probably doesn't really but hate you, her. She sound, but she sounded just very whiny about it. Like, mm-hmm. I get I get it. You know, you, you have this thing about not being or being alone. But just don't sound whiny about it, you know? That's that's the impression that I got 
from, from this segment. I love this scene because I love seeing Natty as like a really caring older sister and like having her like SHIT together so much so that she can like impart great knowledge on someone quickly. She's not all emotional. Like I wish I had someone in like that in my life that I could just like call up all the time and right? be like, here's what I'm going through today. And she I feel like she's really good at just boiling it down to like, here's what's going on with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she has that relationship especially with the Bella Twins. Yeah. Because she trained them and they all kind of came up together. And yeah, Natty was a voice of reason tonight instead of being a crazy old Natty. Instead of being a crazy Natty cake. Well, Paige and Foxy decide that Paige is like, you know what, maybe Foxy's right and I should take her on a nice day. And they go to the taxidermy shop. I hated I hated the storyline tonight. <laughs> well, they sort of, they made up in like a very in a pretty organic way, and Paige apologized, and Foxy really explained herself, and that sort of made this whole storyline important. It sort of was like, oh, okay, now we get it. Maybe you should have explained it better at the top of the episode. Now let's go look at deers and skulls on the wall. Yay! I thought Foxy made good sense when she said, um, I, I'm coming up on being 30 years old and it's time for a, matri- a tr- maturity chapter but I don't want to tell you that you're doing anything wrong by being young and partying. Is that what we have to do when we turn 30? Be, be turn mature? No. <laughs> okay. I'm over Not 30. Not in LA. I'm oh, over yeah. 30 and this certainly hasn't happened for me. So. <laughs> do what you want, George. Okay, just checking. <laughs> just saying. Well, there was a really fun little cameo in this episode tonight. Did you guys miss Dennis Haskins, Mr. Belding? Why hanging out with Natty do and they all know him? I'm so confused. Well, he's kind of a friend of the WWE, right? Okay. He's a huge Take fan. Take it, George. Did he, he show up Yeah, a lot? he's a huge fan. Okay. And I actually tweeted him. Is he and, like ringside and, all the time, on, yeah. on TV all the time? Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, especially okay. when they're in L.A. Okay. But I tweeted to him. Because I was like, and then he why back. do they all know Today? him? Yeah. Oh really, <gasps> Mr. Yeah. Belding tweeted you. Or, and I then mean, because I, I tweeted like during the show, and then uh, I was imagine? like, as I was watching the show, I was like, say what, Mr. Belding, or because his ha- his tag is at Mr. Belding. Yes. So I was like, oh, say what, at Mr. Belding on hashtag Total Divas. He truly a legend in every way. And then he retweeted me right there. Look at that. Still Dennis chasing Haskins. the Gratuitous request for a retweet. With could the you die? Like, remember when the show was you like, you could you die? No, yeah, no, like meaning like of excitement, like could okay. you just die? <laughs> like could you just die? Like the girly way, Think, could you just die? Thinking of like when the show was at its height of infamy and Zach was like the hottest guy, like Mark Paul Gossler was like the hottest thing ever. Like realizing growing up that like Mr. Welding would tweet you like what? Right? Your head would pop off. And then he'd be like, what's well, a tweet? I mean, I did sing karaoke with him like five years ago. <gasps> After, like, a wrestling event, you just have no, to run into him? this was, like, because uh, he used to always go to this place called Dimples on, in Burbank. Then, unfortunately, it closed down. He was literally there, like, every week that if he like was in town. He was a bar fly did have Dimples. a super bowl. But, no, no, he, he was literally there all the time. And then, so... Do you know what I One time he said Piano Man. Isn't it so great how he <laughs> loves that people love That's him so for that one character, and he totally embraces it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how you hate, like, like the old I'm thing? Sure, I'm sure if you see Screech, you can't be like, Screech! You know, I'm sure he'll be upset about it. He's in right. jail, so let's... <laughs> yeah, he's Anyway, it's like the, how the Olsen twins, like, turn their back on acting, and they're like, oh, no, we're like Vogue fashionistas. Like, we're not doing Fuller Hall. And it's like, 
people that can embrace what they're known for and just love the fans for it, like, I love people like that. Well, yeah, and look, he still gets to do things from it. I mean, right. if he tried to stray away from it, he wouldn't remember or care who he was anymore. Right, which is why you people need to embrace it. You might just be a one-hit wonder and <laughs> love your fans. That's You right. hear that, Jilly White? Exactly. Oh, Jaleel. I see Jaleel a lot on the West Side at a huh? few select restaurants. Oh. He's very like, remember when he played Stefan Urkel? Yes. He's like that in real life. He's really nice. Like, I worked on a music video with him, um, and he's really, really nice. Well, okay. let's try to get Mr. Belding up in here on our show well, he so that he can talk about the Divas. Yay. All right, well, DM him. It goes down in the DM. It goes what? down in the DM. Did you well, already talk about the, the dinner? So such awkward dinner. Let's see, let's I do feel it. bad that Bobby walked out. I do too. You know, this was a situation where everyone didn't get crazy hot under the collar and yell mm-hmm. at each other and like make outrageous points. Mm-hmm. Everyone was right and they were being respectful of each other. And mm-hmm. I think if he would have just stayed at the table, they could have reached a, a conclusion at least to the conversation. Mm-hmm. And he had been so sort of patient with it up until then that I was surprised that he did do that. Yeah. Did you feel like it was fake at all? I, I felt the entire thing was fake. So, like, you felt they told that they told the mom to confront him about yeah, the I, stuff. Yeah, the, the way the mom just acted, I guess you can say, it just screamed as just fake. Yeah. It was mostly it the mom. Come I think up. They it was mostly the mom. Her, they said to her, "Ask Bobby to lead the prayer." Yes, is I think exactly. probably what happened. Yeah. Exactly, mm-hmm. I think so too. But and even I, so, even talking about that, um, like me personally, I'm baptized. You know, I had my first communion. Um, but that doesn't take away my, I guess you can say, open-mindedness for, you know, a higher power. Yes, I believe in God. So I'm kind of on the side of Rosa on this one mm-hmm. in terms of from before. It's like, yes, you can still be an atheist. And there's nothing wrong with baptizing, especially if the, the kid's really young. Like, they don't know better. Um, like, they can still grow up to have, like, you're not just going to have this one belief. Like, mm-hmm. you can still learn about so many other beliefs. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, to me, may, maybe it just maybe not my religious side coming out, but I don't think of... Maybe baptizing them, especially when they're a child, is that big of a deal? Agreed, a hundred percent. I think, yeah, Bobby's. I, I see it from, but I do see his point of view. Yeah, like I, I, mean, I get it. Like, but I just don't think I don't think it's that big of a deal to not have the kid baptized like so young. Sylvia Love in the chat agrees with you, as do most of the folks. Really? Yay. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the best Thanks. friends. That's like, right. are, are you like you're you're Christian, right? You're mm-hmm. baptized mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Yeah, like I didn't grow up Catholic. I grew up Protestant. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, um, and I totally understand Bobby's point of view. But I do think it's like, well, if you think there is no God, then what is the harm mm-hmm. in baptizing right. a baby? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. But that he must have a fear of all. Like he's like. Ew, that stuff freaks me out. Mm-hmm. I'm not down with it. I don't want our, that happening to our baby. Well, you were wondering if maybe he's Buddhist. Right. Because right? he was saying, well, what's wrong with... He's like, you want to put a limit on what she thinks about a deity. He's like, what's... You know, I don't want her being like, well, what's wrong with daddy's point of view that mm-hmm. he's a positive person and he's mm-hmm. really good and nice. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, well, is he... And then he's a vegetarian, it appears. Yes. So I was like, oh, is he like a boot... Some other, like, more Eastern situation where it's not about a deity. Right. You know, but it's about trying to be a better you. That was the best sleuthing of the night, Megan. I think you're onto something there. Hmm. We'll like find it. out, Bobby. <laughs> well, We're on the case. <laughs> and his dad 
had a really nice moment with Rosa oh that made me hopeful for the future crying. too. Yeah, that I was sweet. Choked up by what he said. Yeah. That was really sweet. <laughs> Meanwhile, Nikki and Bree had, I guess, what is a sweet moment for them. They sort of made <laughs> up. Nikki is at the house in Phoenix, and they talk about Pop Pop and her fear of losing people. And Bree seems to kind of finally understand. And I was glad to see that. Mm-hmm. Anything you guys would like to add about that, or anything else this episode? I thought it was like typical Brie and she still wasn't being that nice when mm. she she was like ill. That's like a lot of problems in your head. What's it, wrong it, with Honestly, that? I did kind of feel like Brie would just mostly felt sorry for her. Mm-hmm. Not in a good way either. I yeah. Was like, right. Oh, you know, well, you know, all right, fine. You can stay in my house, whatever, you know, just, I looked, I, I, I could be very wrong, but yeah, I just totally saw that as just sympathy for her. Too much sympathy for Nikki. Mm-hmm. I hope it's like standpoint. something Nikki works on at therapy because mm-hmm. it seems like she's yeah. actually been enjoying therapy and it's it's good for her. So I hope it's something she works on there, <laughs> figures that out. Claire said, hashtag total detectives. I like yes, that. <laughs> we are. Well, let's move on to a little bit of news and gossip. Well, we did not see much of... Sorry, I just love that jam. Uh, We did not see much of Mandy Rose tonight, but she did wrestle her first singles match this last week at an NXT live event, so that's a big deal for her. She has had a few multi-diva matches before this, but this was the first one that was just her, besides that tough enough match with Alicia Fox. And she did well, and Onlooker said that she was all right in the ring, she had no botches, and she showed a lot of potential. So congratulations on your first big match, Mandy Yay, Rose. Mandy. And you look great on the Instagram today with your makeup, the Honeybee Instagram. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I got Megan hooked on Honeybee Eileen now. We're going to have her in some point, too. And Nikki filmed interviews for Total Divas. Now, you guys know she's wearing that neck brace. This was one of the first times that she took it off. You know, they do the green screen thing, and she was wearing a choker to cover oh. up what she says is a scar on her neck. And so she was just kind of fun. She was posting on her social media that she was so glad to get, like, a glam day to have Honeybee Eileen do her makeup and to be able to sit without the neck brace on and to feel like a normal gal for a few hours. Mm -hmm. So make sure you check out those pictures on her Instagram. And Paige got a new finger tattoo, which she posted on her Instagram, but didn't tell us what it said. She did that with the other one, too. I'm like, girl, if you're going to give us a little bit of the story, give us the full details. She Mm -hmm. also said in an interview this week that she actually likes the term diva, which I was surprised to hear her say. She thinks it sets them apart from like the TNA knockouts and some Mm -hmm. of the other wrestling ladies. But she wants the Divas Championship belt redesigned because, quote, because that butterfly sucks. I agree with you, Paige. I do. I think it needs just like a little modernization. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I don't mind the term diva, especially because they invested a lot of money in the term diva. <laughs> right. right. Like, let's you know? not rebrand. Let's just like yeah, re-up that, the Yeah, the first butterfly. time they showed that belt, it was like, really? That's going to be the new belt? Really? That's it. Well, if she has her way, it'll be out very soon. It's Fugs. <laughs> Fugs. 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 Well, let's move on to our final and my favorite segment of the evening. A little bit of total throwback. Y'all know I've been watching the first few seasons back and have a little trivia question for you. Now, there was one and only one. First and only Total Divas reunion type thing that they did. This was the first season, and it was called the Total Divas After Party. Super fun, right? Sounds like a bit of a ripoff of our <laughs> show. I'm just saying. But do you guys remember who hosted the Total Divas after party? Was it our girl and good friend of the WWE, Miss Maria Menunos? Was it the reunion commentator himself, Andy Cohen? 
Was it Michelle Beadle, who does the Breaking Amish reunions and is also a huge WWE fan? Or was it the WWE's own Renee, Renee Young? Yeah. I love her. I... Never saw this. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. You guys don't remember? I'm they stuck didn't air between, it I'm stuck between Michelle Beadle and Renee. I'm going to go with Andy Cohen. Oh, do you want to pick one, Megan? I'm going to say Michelle Beadle. Oh, it was Renee. Damn it. Damn it. That was my first. <laughs> that was my first guess before you. Was that on an actual Total Diva show? Yes, was that, it was It was one of the like episodes. final episode. The first season got picked up for like 10 episodes. And then they did that reunion, and then it got picked up for extra episodes. I don't know if you guys remember that. And they extended the season. We okay. waited a few months, and then the rest of season one came. So kind of in this weird mid-season spot, yeah. they had this reunion thing. Yeah. Do you know I was going to guess Renee, and then you listed people, and then I was like, it totally could have been Michelle. <laughs> no, I mean, why wouldn't it be Renee Young now that not you think about it? Because I, mean, yeah. I know she did those like after shows for like WWE. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, it was a good one. I watched it back. You guys have to go back and watch Super Juicy. It's on the WWE Network. And, guys, that will conclude our chit-chat of Total Divas tonight. You said we were going to be on for, like, an hour. Well, I know, but they it's, keep telling us we got to wrap. we got to wrap. Oh, wrap. It's oh, late, I but I'm like so... Throwing those funky beats. <laughs> no, honey. But I am so glad that you all have joined us in the chat Sylvia, Montserrat, Emmanuel, Claire, Joseph. I know you guys are all there and we really appreciate it. Y'all can always tweet me and please follow me on Instagram at Christy Reports and check out ChristyReports.com for a special interview with TNA Knockouts, Gail Kim and Christy Hemi, former divas. And where can they find you all? Hey guys, uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat is all at Megan Stecker. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at G Hermosa. <laughs> Um, am I am I singing the national anthem at WrestleMania? No, that would be terrible. Is for that Claire involved. asking? That's Claire asking. <laughs> we love you guys so much. Thank you for coming to hang out with us. We will see you next week for more Total Divas action. Have a good one. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.